This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Simone Zaziaris. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday the 19th of April. In your Squiz today, National Cabinet is set to meet. China and the US to work together on climate change. SpaceX comes out on top. And a different kind of funeral. This is your Squiz today. As of this morning, the two-way travel bubble with New Zealand is open, but it's not all smooth sailing for the government on the coronavirus front, Claire. The vaccination program is off track and Prime Minister Scott Morrison and state and territory leaders will meet today to hit the reset button. Prime Minister Scott Morrison last week said that twice weekly national cabinet meetings were required to get more focus on what's happening with that vaccination program. What we know is that supply issues have been a problem, but also advice from the experts that the AstraZeneca vaccine should be only used by the over 50s has really knocked that program around significantly. And now all the players need to get together to work out exactly how it's going to be most efficiently run, particularly with a focus today on getting older Aussies vaccinated with that AstraZeneca vaccine as soon as possible. Well, it's been a bumpy start. The Prime Minister is more optimistic when it comes to the second half of the year. He says Aussies might be able to travel overseas for essential reasons with the possibility that they can quarantine at home on return. That will, of course, depend, Claire, on where COVID cases are at. It sure will. It'll also require the state and territory government's agreement to do that, of course, because they run those state quarantine processes. But when you look further afield, it's really probably timely for an update about what's happening around the rest of the world. The global coronavirus death toll passed the 3 million mark on the weekend. That's a really grim toll. Also, there's a real focus at the moment on India and what's happening there. They're currently reporting more than 250,000 new cases a day. So there's some real concerns that that's the epicentre that could spread further. Yeah, and just a bit of background on India. It's the world's biggest vaccine producer and the country is a major player in COVAX. That's the global initiative aimed at equitable access to COVID vaccines. Now with the second wave of coronavirus cases there, the government has shifted its focus from supplying vaccines to COVAX to prioritising their own citizens at home. The world's two biggest carbon emitters, the US and China, have put aside their differences to agree on ways to tackle the climate crisis. That's good news ahead of US President Joe Biden's virtual climate summit later this week. It is good news. And of course, there's been a lot of pessimism around US-China relations when it comes to things like human rights, trade, uh, China's geopolitical ambitions. There's been concerns that climate change would suffer uh, and that given those two nations, as you say, are very big emitters, it's very important that they do take action if there's going to be any sort of global relief. So What the two countries have done after quite extensive discussions is to agree to work on specific actions to reduce emissions. That's a really good sign, experts say. Later this week, 40 world leaders, including Prime Minister Scott Morrison, will gather virtually to discuss reducing emissions and limiting warming to those Paris Agreement targets of 1.5 to 2 degrees Celsius. Safe to say we can expect to hear more about this one in the coming days. Elon Musk's SpaceX has won a US $2.9 billion contract to build a lander that will return humans to the moon. 
It was pretty stiff competition, Claire, with the likes of Amazon founder Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin also in the running. There's a lot of interest in space travel at the moment, and this one was a really hard-fought contract, as you say, to get the right from NASA to build that lander and take humans to the moon. The hope is that they'll do it within this decade. Uh, It was hoped that it could be as soon as 2024. That's not going to happen because there's been some delays and some issues around budgets, but uh, what has happened is that SpaceX has come in with a bid. It's the lowest bid, uh, and that's why uh, they've won it, and good luck to them. This NASA space exploration program will see astronauts on the moon for the first time since the Apollo mission in 1972. Former federal Liberal leader Andrew Peacock wasn't a run-of-the-mill MP. He cut a dashing figure and injected some glamour into the place. As one of the highest-profile Australian politicians of the 80s and 90s, his death at home in Texas at 82 years old was noted by many over the weekend. Yeah, it sure was. There was a lot of coverage about that over the weekend. He was a towering figure of Australian politics. He also comes from an era that really saw uh, Peacock go up against Howard. There was a lot of instability in the Liberal Party in those days. Uh, And what happened, of course, was Labor uh, was able to really galvanise under Bob Hawke and lead the country through that period. So when it came to looking back on it, uh, also looking at that relationship he had with John Howard, they seemed to make peace in the end. Howard made him Australia's ambassador to the US in 1997, not long after he won government, and he went on to do good things for Australia overseas. And he probably would have caught a glimpse somewhere of Prince Philip's funeral. He was laid to rest on Saturday local time. I've popped a link to the best roundup of the key moments in your episode notes. Also on last weekend was the AFLW Grand Final and Claire, it was third time lucky for the Brisbane Lions who took out their first premiership on Saturday, beating the Adelaide Crows 38-20 to in Adelaide. Yeah, the Adelaide Crows were last year's premiers, so it really was a bit of a boil over that the Brisbane Lions won, even though they did go in with an equal win-loss record to the Crows. Uh, also topping off that match is Brisbane Lions captain Emma Zelke. Uh, she didn't get to see the end of the game because she had a hamstring injury, but she announced her retirement and said that it was a fairy tale ending. And speaking of retirees, former Collingwood Vice-Captain Shani Norder yesterday called for the AFLW to establish a full season that pays players to be full-time athletes. She said the reason she retired at the end of this season was because of the difficulty in juggling elite sport and full-time work. So we've talked a fair bit lately about funerals. They can be a really difficult time, but one Kiwi businessman has figured out a way to bring some personality to proceedings. He customises caskets (laughs) and there was a story on the weekend about one that he made for uh, his cousin. Uh, It was shaped like a giant donut, not a round one, but a long cream one. And it was much remarked upon, Uh, really did inject, as they say, a bit of fun. Uh, And also it was a reflection of the dead man's sense of humour, they said. (laughs) Yeah, his other creations include a sailboat, a fire truck, a chocolate bar and Lego blocks. There's even been glittering coffee 
coffins covered in fake jewels and a casket inspired by the movie The Matrix. It's all pretty impressive, but a donut really takes the cake, Claire. (laughs) I'd like the Lego block. Imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Squeeze the day. And speaking of final farewells, today is the memorial service for former rugby league great Tommy Radonigas. He passed away earlier in April, just six days short of his 71st birthday after a long battle with cancer. And also we've mentioned space today. The Mars helicopter uh, ingenuity is set to fly today. There'll be lots of eyes on that. That's all from us today. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be back again tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.